The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Yeah, welcome to the show, kids. We have volume. Delco, we had no volume on the intro. I didn't know. Yeah, the computer was volume off. Uh, why was it volume off? I don't know. You need to ask yourself that, okay? Today's show is brought to you by MyBookie.com. Bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere at MyBookie.com. Promo code Drinking Bros will double your first deposit up to $1,000. We're back from the holiday. We usually do Monday morning recap show on Monday. However, it is Tuesday, and because the NFL week is starting on Thursday, this will be a, a slight combo of the Monday morning recap show into week two college football odds. Now, the reason we're doing this is because the odds are rising rapidly. That tends to happen after week one, D'Anthony, especially when, well, let's face it, we we can find out who the pretenders are and the contenders are, I think, after after week one. Yeah, we know a a few of those uh, answers for sure. Sure do. But before we get to college football, let's go through a couple of uh, important things that are happening. One, Uh, Aaron Judge is definitely going to break the home run record, the single-season home run record. Unless, I, I, I hope so. By unless the way. he gets run over by a fucking truck or something. I hope so, by the way. I, I hope yeah. this happens. Bob, you're, you're about to chime in there. What are your thoughts on Aaron Judge, and do you personally view him as the single-season record holder if he, if he were to break it? Uh, I would personally, yeah. I would, I would be like, yeah, he's the dude. Nah. Uh, eight home runs. It, it basically, they have a month left. Yep. Because 20, 27, 27 games. games. 27 yeah. games. So, yeah, that's a month's worth of games, more or less. Uh, eight home runs. Yeah, man, he's going to do it. They're playing some shitty teams, too, if I recall correctly. So, uh, he should be good to go. And yeah. then... <clears throat> I'm more interested in pool holes, though. Yeah, we'll personally. get there. Just wait a minute. <laughs> both, so, both, both I'm, I'm amped about because yeah. I think Judge has done it the right way. Um, and this what, record by being six foot nine, six out like three hundred pounds. Yeah, the you should be. But you should be born physically gifted to have mm-hmm. these records, and uh, and I think I, I would like to see Judge do it. The my curiosity goes to whether or not the Maris family shows up just as a fuck you to McGuire in that whole era. They should. I agree. <clears throat> um, so he's at fifty four now, and I mean that's. 54 through 135 games, even in the year. So that's more than McGuire had through 135, the year he hit 70. Okay. It's uh, just three shy of what Bonds had, I believe. When, when he, he hit 73. 73 yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> the really interesting thing apart, uh, uh, part about this is that he's even probably going to overtake Maris, not just in hitting 62 home runs, but in doing it in 100. So he... He's missed enough games where the max he can play is 157. Mm-hmm. So if he breaks this record, if he hits 62 before 
their last series of the season, the last week of September, then not only will he have hit 62, which is more than Maris, he'll have done it in 154 games, so there's no asterisk in anybody's mind about it, unless you want to count Yankees stadiums, right field fence, right? Right, right. And uh, look, <clears throat> I don't know if he'll do it in 154, though. He, he's, that's 24 what, games. Uh, no, he's, he's, it's 24 games. So he's only oof. played. Uh, yeah, he, that's one out of three. It's one out of three games. He's got to do it. Well, what I'm saying, so as long as he hits number 62 before the last three games of the season, then he breaks it in 154 games. Correct, yes. Right, so yeah. that's good. And Pools, I think, will probably hit 700. Um, I do too. His shit's getting storybook. It is, yeah. but where is this coming from? So he said to someone um, with the Cardinals, I forget who, he was like, and this was uh, maybe right around the all-star break, right around home run derby. He was like, I think I found something like in his swing. He said he, he said he thought he had rediscovered something um, or a way to, I don't know, cheat or get out ahead type of thing. Uh, and now, cause I mean, he's hitting righties pretty, pretty okay too. Still demolishing lefties. And uh, yeah, he only needs five more home runs in the last 27 games. And it, this shit's getting like storybook that Homer against the Cubs, his last at bat ever against the Chicago Cubs, who he murdered his whole career uh, with the Cardinals. Anyway, um, didn't play them much with the angels uh, to win the game in the eighth on a pinch hit. Like it's just fucking it's getting crazy. It's fun to watch. Uh, and I think baseball needed it this year, to be honest with you, um, <laughs> out of both of those guys. Uh, it'd be nice to see Pujols, probably the, the greatest player in this generation, right? Um, maybe. Who, who would be above him? Do I mean, you care, care about steroids? Because the A-Rod's got quite a bit I, more win above so replacement. I actually do. Like, I, I, I really do care about the steroid thing. Um, and I, I don't know whether Pujols has done it or not. So far, he hasn't been caught, at least. <clears throat> yeah. Um, he's hitting, uh, over the last 30 days, he's hitting 370 with nine home runs and 19 RBI. At 42 years old. So that's a little suspicious, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. But he's also, oh. there, there's a good chance he's the best right-handed hitter we've ever seen. Like, I don't care about wins above replacement and some of those gaudy 50-plus home run years that Alex Rodriguez had because he was juicing as much as he possibly could. Right. Um, Pools is just look at the first 10 years of his career versus the first 10 years of Alex Rodriguez career. And it's not even close. No, you know what I mean? So this is probably the best right-handed hitter in the history of baseball. And I'm glad this is happening to you because people in the last like eight years have really fucking forgotten that. Like that dude, he's the best hitter I've ever, I've ever watched. Yeah. Like I've watched, I mean, he, he is a smart, as any hitter I've ever seen, he is has the as much power as any hitter I've ever seen, and, and just like everything, he he can do everything. There's no holes in his swing. If you need if you need a base hit the other way, he will fucking get it. If you need a fucking like 500 foot home run, he will get it. He can get anything. He it he had the best 10 year stretch maybe in baseball. History. So here's the um here this is his average, the first 10 years in baseball mm -hmm. right. <clears throat> 331 batting average, 426 on base, 625 slugging, a 1.05 OPS. Uh, during that time, he averaged 119 runs a season, 190 hits, 43 doubles, 41 home runs, and 123 RBI while only striking out 65 times a year. There's no 10-year stretch in baseball history that looks anything like this. Right. 
even in Babe Ruth's career. So pretty impressive. Yeah. To it, say the least. And that's the first 10 years of his fucking career. Yeah. From the time he was 32 on. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, yeah. <clears throat> what sucks too is that COVID probably prevented him from passing Babe Ruth. That's how mm. good he is. Well, unless he, I mean, look, if he truly believes that he found some kind of something in his swing, you know what I mean? Like maybe he's got his hands in a different position that's allowing him. Because the thing that made him great was the ability to wait longer than anybody else. It's the same thing that allowed Bonds to hit like he did, right? Like you wait until you wait until the last possible minute to make your decision because you have great hand-eye coordination, you have great vision generally, and you have really fast hands. Mm-hmm. Now, there's as you get older, dudes learn how to cheat, right? Like I, I can tell based on whatever that this is where my hands need to be for this kind of pitch or what, the, the way your feet are set up, opening your hips up fast or whatever it is. Guys figure it out throughout the course of their career. I wouldn't be shocked to, if he came back next year, to be honest. I mean, he's like putting on a fucking show right now. Yeah. But then you run the risk of coming back next year and your fucking body breaking down completely. So right. who knows? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, the last couple home runs I've seen him hit, like he's really laboring around, around the bases. Well, he's had plantar fasciitis since like his fifth or sixth year in the league. Yeah, Yeah. which is one way you know he probably didn't do steroids. That dude's always in fucking pain. It looks like he's in pain uh, going around the bases. I hope he hits 700 and retires. I mean, to come back to beat what? Are we we considering, you know, Bonds to have the the record over Aaron? No, Hank Aaron has the record. That's what I I agree to. For sure. So, I mean, you're still 55 away at that age. Uh, that's too much. So yeah. why come back? I, I guess to beat Ruth. You would, it would, Ruth had only what, be seven fourteen. Yeah, yeah, it would yeah. only be to pass Ruth. <clears throat> but for, quite frankly, there's only two people really in the seven hundred club. And even if you want to count Bonds, that's fucking three out of the like ten thousand people who've played Major League Baseball in history. Yeah, that's seven hundred club is it's insane. Oh, yeah. but if you count his playoff home runs, by the way, he's already at like seven twenty. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's got he's, 18 postseason. Yeah. Something like yeah. that. And he's probably going to add one or two more this October, if I had to guess, considering how yeah. things are going. You would think so. So we'll, we'll keep an eye on that stuff next. Uh, tennis. You Wimbledon. Curios, my boy, dude, who so, I picked to win it all, is tearing it up out there. The, the U.S. Open didn't have Djokovic. Who else was out? Uh, Federer was out. Federer Djokovic was out. Federer, was out. So you, can, you can just... Federer's done. Yeah, he's not coming back. He think. might try to play one more Wimbledon, but he's, for all intents and purposes, he's retired. Nadal looked very, very gassed in that last match. Uh, and he, even he admitted at the presser afterwards, he's like, look, it all comes back around eventually time. And he's like, maybe this is, I'm headed mm. towards the end of it. He just looks so tired out there. And he got smoked by a younger dude. Nothing you could really do about that. Uh, Kyrgios is playing great. I, I picked him to win before this started just simply because he's how, how he's looked in, uh, in the last few tournaments. Um, these guys are fun that are left. The women's side, not so much in my well, opinion. Well, Coco Goff has been pretty dominant yeah, so far. Coco's dope. If, yeah. if I, if, I, I don't know what the odds are on, on winner, not matchups, but winner, but I would imagine she's probably got the shortest odds just based on her first two fucking matches here. She yeah, and she's wild. already made a slam final mm-hmm. this year. She made the French Open final. Um, so this is her, you know, like she's she's here. She's arrived. Like yeah. most <clears throat> most players don't even make a fucking final in their whole career. Mm-hmm. And she's 18. She's already got a final under her belt at the most difficult or yeah. weirdest uh, slam of all. And she's playing home court. She's going to be the darling. Uh, 
It'll be fun if she replaces Serena in the year that Serena retires. Yeah, it'd be awesome. But I just don't know the rest of these people. I, I mean, I don't know one single one of these <laughs> you know, women that's left there, besides the, Coco Golf. There's the Tunisian chick who uh, won Wimbledon. And I think she won Wimbledon. Maybe. I don't remember. She's boring. Uh, yeah. But the she woman, won against like a fucking Ukrainian or something, right? Like it was a kind of a yeah. weird matchup. <clears throat> Anyways. Yeah. Uh, have you watched any of these? Did you watch Kyrgios last match? Yeah, against Medvedev. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> so, a little less emotional than I'm used to seeing him. Yeah. So, he had a bit of a down moment. Well, first of all, that first set was goddamn brutal. They go to Deuce and they go, what, 24 point match or 24 points? Tiebreak. Yeah, it was in, awesome. In the yeah. tiebreaker. That's like one of the most incredible ra- uh, our, uh, sets I've ever seen. And then, um, <clears throat> in the second, he got worked a little bit. And usually, like historically for this guy, that's been the part where the whole tournament falls apart for him. Right. Like he loses his shit, but he got worked in the second, came back and dominated the third and the fourth yep. against a pretty good fucking tennis player. He's number you know one. I mean? He's number one. Medvedev's dope. Medvedev, that style of play that Medvedev has <coughs> fits well with Kyrgios. Uh, I'm interested to see. see so Kyrgios is probably going to win his match. He's, I think he's, fav- he's favored and four to one. Stuff. Yeah. So he runs into uh, Rude. In the next round, most likely, Rude is more of a dude, like a, a dude who will frustrate him. Like he had, mm. Kyrgios hasn't played someone who's excellent defensively and on his level skill wise yet in this tournament. Medvedev is on his level skill wise, but Medvedev's not really a defensive player. He's more power serve, blah blah blah. So that fits well with Kyrgios's style. Uh, Rude is going to be someone who can frustrate him, and that's when Kyrgios gets pissed off, right? When his brilliant shots or whatever. Are getting hit back to him when he's doing cra- crazy shit, yeah, and it's and, not working. And, and he like when a player intentionally hits deep into the court to to take the power out of his fucking forehand. I don't know what it is about that, but it really makes him mad. Yeah, which is why in Wimbledon, why he, the reason he was freaking the fuck out the whole time is because Djokovic is literally the best defender yeah. in tennis history, yeah. mm-hmm. and that. Drove him fucking insane. Mm. Uh, Nadal, you could also say maybe is too. He, he's not going to have to face Nadal, which is nice for him. So Rude is a good defender. Alcaraz is a good defender. The dream matchup for the U.S. Open, though, would be uh, uh, Kyrgios and Francis Tiafo. Fuck yeah. Big foe, dude. Let's dude, go. I'm all, I That'd love, be a great match. I love Francis Tiafo. He's the dude I basically... He's the only American worth rooting for, yeah. I think. And it would be interesting to see how Kyrgios reacted if he lost two slams in a row. Yeah, in the finals, right? Yeah, he yeah. may just fucking burn that whole place down. <laughs> well, and another, he really might. And another thing that'd be interesting about a, a TFO final with with uh, mm-hmm. uh, Kyrgios is Kyrgios has basically had the crowd behind him every match. Crowd will, probably won't be behind him with an American there, uh, so that could frustrate him too. Yeah. Tennis players are very fussy about the crowd rooting for them or not. A lot of times, it's it like Nadal and Federer aren't like but, your baby. Like, did you say fussy like your baby? Yeah. <clears throat> well, Kyrgios is a baby. Yeah, Djok- he's fussy in general. So. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, and Djokovic is the same way. Djokovic will get like fussy if the crowd starts rooting for the other other player, and like he'll hit a good shot, and he'll be like, "Come on, like what the fuck? Look, good for me." Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Literally. Anyway, we'll see how it goes. We'll have uh, Monday morning recap next week. We'll have a winner, and we'll talk about it then. Absolutely. Uh, in the meantime, did you guys watch Serena's last match? No. It was on Friday night. I did. 
Yeah. Super, it was super mm-hmm. weird, man, because, you know, it's, it's the night before college football. Everybody's out. There was a couple games that were on. I caught it at a bar really late, and it was it was on at a like club. I was like, "Wow, this is fucking weird." Yeah. Um, and I mean, they played it on every single TV because it was Serena, and she was out of there. Um, not a big shock to me. You thought she would go pretty I thought, deep. I thought she would go further. I think she actually had a pretty serious uh, tactical mistake in that match. Uh, they went to Deuce a lot, and there was that one game where I think it was like a six or eight point. I mean, the game went like 15 minutes and it's just like, dude, like you got to know how old you are. Yeah. Like she was hitting darts. She was all good. Like she, she needed to just punt that game. I think that, I think that took it out of her and it was in the second set. It was in the second set. She ended up losing what the third, it was six one. It was pretty bad. Yeah. I think, I think she gassed herself on a game. She didn't need to win because she was up big in that second mm. set and it wasn't great. You got to know. You you got to know what your what your game is at that point. And for her, it's power, not defense. And so, she basically like took her own legs out. Yeah. By by playing that game too long, which yeah. sucks. Tough way to go. But she's that's how she is too. Like she's got that sort of like Kobe Michael Jordan in her, where she's just like everything's personal and fuck you, and I'm not giving up an inch of ground. But even, even Jordan, like if <laughs> if he was on the free throw line and you were at uh, your free throw line, he's not going to try to sprint and block your layup from behind. Right. Like there's a there's you got to be reasonable at some point. You have to be tactically smart, especially as you get older. Right. That's what we're talking about with pool holes. He's figuring out. Well, Serena's forty. She's right underneath yeah, pool holes. It's at this like point. you got to figure out at that age. You have to start leveraging your institutional knowledge and not just your physical capabilities. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. At some point. And she still had the power advantage. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Like she was serving right. 120, oh, yeah. 130 yeah. miles an hour, like could hitting the ball hard in a way these women generally don't see. Like she hits about as hard as a man, um, but she can't move. She can't fucking move. Yeah. So, yeah. like, don't waste your legs mm-hmm. like that. It's, it's, it sucked. Like, I was literally just watching, you like, oh my God, just let it go. Just let it fucking go. She and, wouldn't let it go. Uh, what did you think of the goats comments this weekend about Serena? Greatest of all time, Margaret well, Court. Ugh, Christ, that's like uh, counting that. Th- I mean, she's tied with Margaret Court for open era wins, so that's like saying like the Bears are dope because they have NFL champion pre merger NFL championships or something. Uh, well, kind of. That's not that's not a great comparison because the Bears are still playing. They just suck now. Yeah, <laughs> Margaret Court hasn't played in quite a while. Yeah. Well. She's I a, love this she's 80, 80 years old, old, but I love that she came out and, <clears throat> and did an interview and talked shit. Here was her quote. Uh, Serena has played seven years more than I did. I finished in my early 30s. People forget that I took two years off. I first retired when I was 25. Uh, I got married, had a baby, but then had one, one of my best years winning 24 out of 25 tournaments. Um, and she also pointed out that she became superior to Williams after she had a baby. She said, I came back after two babies. After having the first baby, I won three out of the four slams. Serena hasn't won a slam since having a baby. This is like a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar versus Bill Russell argument, to be honest. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, Bill Russell clearly did not play against the same level of talent, consistent talent, right? But he beat everybody he played against. Yeah, right. So it's, you can only play against who you played against. I don't think Margaret Court was necessarily trying to take anything away from Serena Williams, but and it, I don't even know if it's Serena. Well, what she, she said was... I, I know uh, what she said. She, but, well, she had, <laughs> I guess, some admiration for Serena. Serena has never acknowledged her. Well, I seem to acknowledge the girl she was playing against on Friday night, which was fucking bizarre to me. 
but that's Serena Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it is what it is. Uh, the interesting part that she said, though, in this interview was she said, I would have loved to played in this era. I think it's so much easier. Um, how I would have gotten to take my family and friends to play with me, but I couldn't. I had to go on my own and with a stupid national team, which people don't see all that. We didn't have psychologists or coaches with us. It's a different world. Uh, and what disappoints me is that players today don't honor the past game. Um, mm. Which What's, is true. I didn't even think about the flying element to it because some of these, you would just take a fucking boat, dude, back in the day. Yo, we're a fucking, back up your wooden rackets. You're getting on a boat. She or played a, in 1960 to or 73. A, she was flying. You think she was flying? Were they flying back then in 1960? Major League Baseball teams weren't. Yeah. Like, a lot of them, like the small market teams, they were taking buses still in Major League Baseball in the 1960s. I, you know, I don't, think, I don't think she took a boat personally, but I don't know. We don't Maybe know. she did. A boat, you mean like from the east coast of the United States to England for Wimbledon? Maybe, dude. No, she definitely flew. Come <laughs> on. She might have taken a boat. Uh, still got her as the goat in my eyes. She's got the record. Too bad, Serena. It was a fun career. I don't think anybody has ever been as dominant at anything as Serena Williams was against women in tennis, to be honest. That's my personal feeling on that matter. It would have been interesting to see her sans kids. And I know her coach has said it for years. Do not have children. Mm -hmm. You'll never win. And he was correct. He was also fucking her. But um, that's a whole different show. Who cares? Yeah. Um, But uh, yeah, it's strange. Same with Tiger Woods. Like... If he didn't self-sabotage himself, could he have beaten it and been the greatest of all time? Probably. Um, it's weird, though, but injuries and all that other shit come into, come into play. Yeah. Well, so, who knows? Tennis is stupid anyways. Let's talk about football. Sure are. By the way, all of our bets today uh, and last week are at mybookie.com. That is our title sponsor of the show. We got week two of college football. We got the NFL week one coming up. All of your bets should be made at mybookie.com. Use promo code Drinking Bros to double your deposit up to a thousand dollars. If you put a thousand in, get a thousand back. You'll have two thousand in your account. Now we always go over last week's picks first, and then uh, and then we go over this week's p- picks first. Um, at the top of this, um, I want to remind everybody. I, I gave Bob some of the parlay cards to pop up on screen here for you guys because I got a lot of questions in Drinking Bros Sports. It's a private uh, uh, group on Facebook. Just sign up. You can see all my real bets there. I usually do it the day before. Uh, and there's a lot of them, and there's a lot of teasers to be had. Now, the reason I'm doing this today is there are, there's a few of you guys that posted, hey, here's my teaser. My bookie didn't pay me. I didn't. I won this one. It was like, no, you, you pushed. Uh, you got either the same number on a lot of those. Or you lost by a point. You got to get them all correctly. Bob, pop up this first one, whatever this one is. Uh, and pop it up on the screen there. Okay, this is a seven-point teaser here. This is one, two, three, four. I I picked five teams in this one. Uh, Ohio State minus 10. So the spread was 17. I took it down to 10. Alabama uh, was 41.5. I took down to 34.5. Kentucky was at uh, 16. I took down to 9. Utah. That was a fun one. I uh, pushed that the other way because they were, they were uh, in this one a minus two and a half. Took it up to plus four and a half, and that got me the win as well. And then Arkansas I took down to, uh, to half a point. $400 paid off at 1200 there. So it's three to one odds by doing that. Plus, you gain seven points for every game as well as the overs. Uh, Bob, you can pop another card up real quick there. Uh, anyone is fine out of that, that crew. 
Uh, doesn't really matter. That was a oof, that was a long one. My God, how many teams did I pick? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games in that one. Uh, that was only a hundred dollar bet, but it paid off at sixteen hundred dollars, uh, and that was great. There, that was another seven point teaser. So I took all the teams that I liked uh, and then gave them seven points, and you can do that on either way. I highly recommend it uh, if you're not sure about what to do. So what you do is you bet the game itself. It will give you an option on mybookie.com. It'll say straight bet first, parlay second, or teaser third. The teaser is what I'm clicking. When you click that, you can take minus six, minus six and a half, or or, I'm sorry, uh, plus six, plus six and a half, or or plus seven in that, uh, whatever you choose. Uh, Six is you get more money, obviously. Six and a half, you get a little less money, and then seven. Uh, is the worst odds, but Bob, there was some people, and I don't know if you were in on this, that were at plus 10, plus 13 on some of these games. Um, it popped up for me on one or two of them, but not all of them. Uh, if you can take that, definitely do it, but that's super rare. Maybe they did that for opening week. Uh, or like a, pl- a, t- a 10 point teaser. Mm-hmm. I did not see that, but they maybe do they're... them promotionally from time to time. Yeah, they do them promotionally from yeah. time to time. So if you can find that, Take it. Uh, we did very, very well this weekend. Uh, only a couple misses at the top, to be honest with you. I, uh, one of my locks of the week was, uh, was Utah minus two. Now, I was at the Ohio State game uh, during that game, so I didn't get to see it until I got back to the hotel that night. Uh, don't understand the decision-making there on the five-yard line with 30 seconds left. They threw a, a Russell Wilson-type interception in the end zone the same way that the Super Bowl ended when they just could have ran the ball in. Uh, didn't really make sense, but that Richardson kid was pretty fucking good. Uh, but that's also where the teaser comes into play on some of those parlay cards. So at least I was able to to win on that. Uh, By the and- way, part of being uh, a good team, especially in college football, is having a good coach, and they clearly don't. Mm-hmm. So Utah is not for real. Not, no, I don't think so either. Not with that coaching staff. No. Um, they're They're a good team. They're a gritty team. They're a tough team, but... Uh, not enough to go to the CFP. Did anybody pick them in the CFP this year? Uh, Utah? Yeah. Uh, yeah, a ton of people. Um, were you, was it you, Delco? You were no, high in a, Utah this year. I took Pitt. Oh, Pitt, mm. that's it. Okay. <laughs> I think I did. I think I picked Utah. Gotcha. That Pitt game was closer than it should have been, too, by the way. Um, but, uh, but yeah, with that uh, pretender, they're out. I think they dropped to number 11 today. Well, let's, let's run through all the results from last week. And For we'll, sure. We'll decide who, based on week one, are pretenders or not. So first game was Thursday, uh, Central Michigan at Oklahoma State. <clears throat> yep. Oklahoma State looks like a Big 12 team from 10 years ago where they play no defense. They don't even try to play defense. They just chuck the fucking ball and hope for the best. And, and interestingly enough, Jim Knowles was the defensive coordinator for Oklahoma State. They were great. Ohio yeah. State took him, and Ohio State's defense looked great on Saturday night. I don't know who their defensive coordinator is now, but giving up 44 fucking points to Central Michigan is yeah. a goddamn embarrassment. Yeah, Oklahoma State is probably going to – I think they'll probably be in the, in the mid-20s by the end of the season, ranking-wise. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a, they can score, but their defense is terrible. Terrible. Uh, then West Virginia at Pitt, like you said, that game was a little too close, but it's almost a home game for both. It's like I, I going it's a into, rivalry. Yeah, going, yeah, yeah. But going into Morgantown is tough. I don't think going into Pittsburgh for West Virginia is very tough. I don't either. You and I have been there. <laughs> it's an easy place to play. Yeah. Um, West Virginia always plays tough, man. And mm-hmm. it's uh, that was a very, very fun game to watch. Uh, we picked that one. But I still think Pitt is a top 15 team. 
Like I, I, I think they're a top 15 team. I, I don't think they're going to be a, like a CFP team at all. Probably not. Not even close. But we'll see. Uh, VMI versus <laughs> Wake Forest. Uh, that was... Uh, I don't think there was even a line. There wasn't a line for that. Uh, Western Michigan against Michigan State. Uh, this was one of those games where, you know, fine if you wanted to bet on it. I think this turned out pretty much exactly how people pictured. It is. It did, yeah. But you can tell just based on uh, the uh, 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 the downstream numbers that Michigan State is not a top 15 team. They've no. got, they have, they're maybe top 20, but not top 15. I mean, they, the kid, their quarterback was 12 or 24 against Western Michigan. Come on, man. Yeah, they're going to struggle against, uh, obviously, some of the better Big Ten teams. Any, anybody that can who plays good run defense is going to shut Michigan state down yeah. entirely. Yeah. They're going to be fucked on uh, Utah state at Alabama. Exactly what we expected here. I actually bet that at 41 and a half. Same. I, I te- saw the I, card. I teased it yeah. down at 34. I normally don't, but it's like Alabama versus Utah state. You're just giving me fucking money at this point. It's just a high school team and it's <clears> fine. But to, uh, to Bama's credit, and if you're a Bama fan out there, you did exactly what you should do. Bryce Young had, I think, six total touchdowns in this game. Uh, yeah. You know, five through the air. By the way, he's definitely going, unless he gets hurt, he will win the Heisman Trophy this year. I agree. Because, one, they don't have a terribly difficult schedule in general. But he, it's, it's all about, we talk about this a lot when it comes to overs. Uh, you have to be on schedule with scoring. And for Heisman Trophy, some people pop up late, but you don't put up shitty numbers in the beginning and then come on late and win. You put up decent numbers, and then you can come on and put up great numbers later and win. Bryce Young probably will put up great numbers all fucking year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. There's a good chance he will go into um, <clears throat> that he'll go into Heisman season with like 45 or so touchdowns and c- c- getting close you know, to 800 to 1,000 yards on the ground with you know, seven to eight touchdowns there as well. I can't imagine anybody else beating are, are beating him for this this award. The other thing I loved about this was um, I caught part of this game with Saban. Uh, Bryce Young threw a, a deep uh, touchdown pass to somebody, started celebrating in the air, and Saban just ripped his jersey down and was like, hey, you missed that pass, the pass before. I don't give a fuck about that touchdown you just <clears> threw. You missed that ball the play before, and it's just who Saban is, which is why Alabama's so goddamn good every game. Uh, which will bring me to this next one, which is uh, Notre Dame, Ohio State. Uh, I posted a video of, of LeBron James hugging the fucking coach before the game. I hate that shit. Um, there was 10,000 celebrities at this fucking game. I was in the front row right behind the, the Ohio State bench for this one. It's fine. If it, it, to me, this Ohio State team looks like they were already national champions. Like people were laughing on the sidelines of LeBron and those guys. It looked like LeBron on the sidelines of a blowout game having fun. The game hadn't even fucking started yet. One, two, you're not the defending champions at all. Mm. And, and you got to go out and stomp the shit out of these guys. CJ Stroud looked like shit. 24 for 34, 223 yards. That's not going to get it done as far as a Heisman is concerned, which is why it's probably Bryce Young's and then everybody else after that. Yeah, he's just not. Well, one, Ohio State has a much more difficult record than Alabama does. Or, I'm sorry, more schedule. difficult schedule. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. Did I call it, though? <clears throat> or did I call it? Ross calling for fucking C.J. Stroud's job. I'm not, I'm not calling for his job. I, I think he's the guy. The, the problem is you're 24 for 34 for 223 yards 70% completion no yeah. turnovers two but he's touchdowns. yeah he's uh 24 for 34 is 70% yeah, but, is. He, but he's you know i there's two things here one he's an 
I think we're finding it out now. We'll see in the next couple of games, but he is just a slow starter, right? Which, as I mentioned before, that you're not going to win the Heisman Trophy if you're a slow starter. There's not enough games in the season to make up. It's not like there's 17 games where it's almost like two halves of the season. Mm-hmm. You're just playing all the games in a so row. Notre Dame's like got a really good defense. This is 66. percent Yeah, and what 24 you, what you, divided by 34. What are you bumping it up to? What are you bumping it up to 74? Like, why, why are we going up for that? It was, 20, a sh- it was a shit game. He admitted it after the game. He 20, said it in the presser. Even Ryan Day said it afterwards. He goes, no, 20, it was 24, 24 it was divided by 34 70%. 70 and a half, actually. Yeah, come well, on. 71. Do math. But, All right. Um, <clears throat> either way, Notre Dame does have a good fucking defense. Uh, I expect them to finish in the top 10 for sure now. I didn't know it before. Like, I don't think they're going to score a whole lot of points. This, they're, they're fucking, uh, they didn't look that great offensively. Uh, as good as Ohio State looked defensively, Notre Dame did not look good offensively. The thing that stood out for me for Ohio State is they have, they might be the only team that I've seen so far in the top 10 that have two legit running back ones. Mm-hmm. Like they have two running backs that should be starting. Yeah. Right. And they, you could tell because they split time. They split they, time. It yeah. was like 15 and 16 or mm-hmm. something like that. So. If Ohio State can battle through, you know, the first four or five games until Stroud gets hot, I, there's a pretty good chance they go undefeated. The only thing I will say, and, and you know this from from going to all these games, is when you're, you're sitting that close, you can really see what's going on. He's guiding the ball, and and you can see it in the reads mm. where you have endless five stars all over the field. Uh, ja- Jackson Smith and Jigma, who is another Heisman favorite, he went out in the first quarter. Another guy named Ibuku went in the game. I, I'm a diehard Ohio State fan. I don't even know who this kid is. He ended up torching it in there. You have endless five stars in this. I think when he thinks too much, uh, you have numbers like this. And when he doesn't, just lets it go. He's pretty fucking good. But he needs to link up with Jason Kuhn and get rid of his yips or that's, something like that's that. That's what it felt like <clears throat> to me, um, at least watching it. I was also not a fan of, like, man, if Joe Burrow's there, Joe Burrow shoves it to your fucking game. Light it up, dude. Light yeah. it up in front of the world's best. I mean, there was multiple drops, too, I mean, including a touchdown. Still, man. I, look, he didn't look that great. He admitted it. Coach Day admitted it. But I don't know what else you want. I, did, I chalk it up to just him being a slow starter. We all know what the kid can do. Uh, we've talked enough about Ohio State. I wouldn't draft, not that, but I wouldn't draft him as a quarterback in the NFL. I wouldn't draft anybody from Ohio State or, or Alabama. Alabama ever. I wouldn't do it. Uh, now, the next game, Georgia. Oregon at Georgia, 49-3. I made money, good money on that one as well. Uh, this is, if you have any last reservations about whether or not the Pac-12 is a real conference, you, that should be gone now. Correct. They're, they're USC and UCLA are the only two teams that are kind of on the come up over there. UCLA, to a lesser degree, obviously, are fucking leaving, what, next year? Yeah, uh, this This conference should contract completely and distribute its resources elsewhere it's a fucking joke yeah like oregon came into this ranked 11th Mm -hmm. they looked like fucking shit this is one of the worst games i've ever seen between two ranked teams on day one stetson bennett looked like brett Favre. i mean it was incredible to watch uh he went 25 for 31 368 Usually, no matter what the fuck else is going on, Oregon's got pretty, they roll out a pretty good defense. And Georgia isn't really historically known for having big, powerful offenses. They, they pretty much use their defense to win games, especially last year. This is a full, it was a full on reload. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, uh, it's, it's unbelievably impressive. I think they should be number one. Yeah. It's, it's crazy that Alabama's number one still. 
to be honest. I honestly, a, a, a win against Utah State, regardless of how impressive, versus torching the fucking number eleven team in the country and looking great doing yeah. it. I mean, they looked <laughs> great doing it. I, I here's what happens: it's two things every time, every every time. One, they're 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 athletes. It's just they don't. It looks like men playing with boys. Like they're they're bigger, they're stronger, they're faster. And two, it's like two times that bad in the trenches. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. And and if you get to be on the field or close to the field like that, you see how much bigger they are than everybody else. Their size looks so much fucking bigger than Oregon. It it looked like children. They look like children out there. To me, I, I know there's new rankings out, which we'll get to in a minute. But I got Georgia at one, Bama at two, and then Ohio State at three. Uh, in the country, in my opinion, after this weekend. And uh, that Georgia win, my God, man. Uh, that, I, they, I, I didn't recognize, besides Stetson Bennett, I didn't know anybody on that fucking team. Yeah. They're all yeah, new. Well, I mean, you're going to, by the end of this year, you'll fucking know this. Yeah. 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 You'll, be, you'll be drafting them in your fantasy football league in like five fucking years. Like, sure will. To be honest, uh, this, this is the first time in a long time that I've seen a defending champion look like they're going to win again. Yeah. After Clemson won, um, I don't know. He, it was kind of an up and down season. After that, it's hard to win back to back titles any in any sport. But you know, when there's a 160 team field, it's even harder. Not that there's actually that many competitive teams, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll find out. <laughs> they look great. Uh, Texas A&M did what they were supposed to do. Sam Houston. Well, um, sort of. I mean, I would have expected this to be like a 60 to zero game, but. Uh, it was rain delayed or lightning delayed for yeah, a really long time. They were, they were like out for like yeah, yeah. forever. It was a weird game. Uh, Thirty-one to zero, they won that. Uh, Utah lost to Florida. That Richardson kid is as good as advertised. Uh, Dan and I were talking about this before the show. I think once uh, some of these SEC defenses can learn to contain this kid, I don't think Florida's got enough firepower to to do a lot this they, year they have a huge test this week yeah, yeah. Uh, they do i i think they probably lose three games still this year um but it was a positive i just think utah gave up this game at the end it, it, there's just no reason for that ball at all i still can't figure it out after watching that play didn't didn't utah blow two goal lines two red zones they did with zero points or something like that yeah they, they, they left a lot of points on the table they should have won that game but their uh their run defense is dog shit who's Utah's it's oh, bad yeah. it's yeah. bad I don't know who else they play the rest of the season but if they play like this like yeah they lost because of decision making Utah was overrated no and oh, oh, well, again it was a true road game you, like this is I don't care about what you're saying Utah was definitely overrated yeah their run defense fucking sucked the this Pac-12 entire time. fucking sucks yeah. dude and, and time and time again and Florida now everybody's like on Florida's dick like oh fucking whatever I don't think Florida's real either to be honest, I don't. But that kid is fun to watch, and uh, yeah, he's he's uh, he's fast. I'll, I'll I will now tune into Florida games because of this kid, and and at least if you're a Florida fan out there, because I think they came in at 37. Now they jumped up to I think number 12 in the new rankings, which we'll get to in a minute. At least he's fun to watch, and you can have something to rally behind. The Pac-12 isn't fucking real. We'll see about USC, but Utah losing. Uh, a big game week one, and then Oregon losing a big game week one. It's the same fucking theme well, like for I, this, this conference over I, and over and over again. What I was saying before is like uh, Utah, are they a good team? The players on the field appear to be pretty good, but the coaching is fucking terrible. No, he's a good coach, too. So. Okay, well, not at all. 
because but of the decisions he made cost them this fucking game. I mean, they're they fucking lost, losers. They lost because they're a bunch of fucking Canyon kids that had to go across the country and weren't weren't used to the humidity. They fucking got like rattled by the, the heat. That's Look, the sports. They they weren't don't play it yeah, if, no, you're, the, if you're not ready. The sport for it. is that college football home field matters. They a weren't lot. they they weren't getting ran out of the stadium. They made stupid fuck decisions on the goal line and cost them for fourteen sure. points. And that has nothing to do that has nothing to do with puking on the sideline though. You like f- calling, the, pulling a fucking Pete Carroll doesn't have anything to do with how well, they didn't have many left. You, you had the ball at the five with 30 seconds uh, left. Yeah, with you no could, timeouts. And, you, I don't, and you, gotta, you give endless passes in you, the end zone. And you have, two, you have your quarterback who's run for 90 yards already and your uh, 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 running back one who's run for 115. Already. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing throwing the ball right there? I don't it's know, insane. Man. Like, that's know. bad coaching. I don't care if he's a good coach in theory. I care about, like, is he going to Shanahan the fucking game? Yeah. You know what I mean? And he did, big time. It was fucking stupid. Um, anyways. They how- lost. They're, they're more than likely out of the CFP. Yeah. Uh, like, that's it, so it doesn't really matter anymore. Colorado State at Michigan. Michigan took care of business there. Uh, Colorado State's not a real football team. No, and then uh, they're going to play a new quarterback this week against Hawaii mm. um, and see who the best is out of the two for these. I, I mean, I'm not going to tell you anything. You're playing two shitty teams. But. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's just like with CJ Stroud, you can tell even though he's playing in a tough game and he's still performed, you can still tell he's guiding the ball. That's not good. So yeah. maybe, maybe he's just looking at mechanics or maybe he's praying to Jesus the whole time. For, for Michigan, we'll yeah, see. Because that's what he's into now. Uh, UTEP against Oklahoma. Uh, as expected <clears throat> there, Oklahoma. Still don't really know who they are. We'll find out. Albany against Baylor. That's not uh, I don't know thing. if anybody watched that or if that. I, I don't even know if that game took place. I like that they scored sixty nine points. <laughs> I don't even know if that game took place. NC State versus East Carolina. Now this is one game I had wrong on a teaser here. That was a great game. Uh, I didn't. I, I saw part of it and then I had to go into to the game that I was at. But uh, they played them tough, dude. Um, NC State was 13 this year. They definitely didn't play like a 13 team. Don't, Don't talk go. about fucking dumb coaching. Yeah. Yeah. ECU oh, at the end of the game trying to play for the field goal down why are one. They, why are they not going for two right there? No, no, no. no that was the wrong game. They, they played for the field goal. They were down one. Oh, I see oh, what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. It's like a 50-yard field goal they're playing for. It's like, what are you doing? Your kickers, you're East Carolina. You don't have a kicker that can make like a 55-yard no, Nobody field goal. does. No college does. Well, he also missed the extra point. Yeah. <laughs> after they did score. So, like, what the fuck? But, man, this was uh, – it was a good game. It was a good game. I really felt like they should have gone for two, though, at the end. I like that. Like, win, so win or, do I. Or, I. I thought LSU should have, too. Like, don't, like win or lose, man. Who fucking – you gotta. This is not. You're East Carolina. You're not. You're, you know. You're not going to be in the CFP. Yeah. Right. But if you fucking go for two and beat NC State, a 13 ranked team right now, then you're fucking ranked for the rest of the year, probably because your schedule's not that bad. Yeah. Uh, Rice versus USC. Look, uh, USC was my sleeper this year. Uh, we'll see what happens. The only thing concerning about this, and I know it's Rice and they fucking suck, is uh, USC gave up 100 yards to the running back yeah. for Rice. When, when the running back for Rice drops 100 on you, there could be a fucking problem there with your defense. But this, we'll is, the, this is the kind of game in the, in the 90s and 2000s, like when a, team, when a top-ranked team was really good, these are the kind of opening games you saw. This one, 66-14, to 14, uh, Baylor 69-10 to 10 or whatever, and then the next game, Miami versus Bethune-Cookman, 70-13. to 13. Those are the kind of games you saw 
first game of the season for a team that's actually really fucking good. Not like 35 to 13 Michigan State versus West, Western Michigan. Right, you know right, what I mean? Right. And it's, you know, it just doesn't happen. Like even A&M, I know they had a long delay, but they only scored fucking 17 points in the first half against Sam Houston. Yeah, come on. Like, what the fuck? Uh, next up was Wisconsin versus Illinois <laughs> State. They Not won real. 38 to, to zero. Not a real game. Arkansas versus Cincinnati. Great game. Uh, this was six and a half on that one. Uh, fired away straight up on this and then a bunch of teasers. That was great. That was a really good game. Arkansas is fun to watch this year. Kentucky versus Miami of Ohio. That was an easy call. Got that one. Uh, Ole Miss and Troy. I actually didn't touch this game, nor did I see one single second of it. Um, looking at the, the QB and woo, quarterback for Troy at 275 in this game. <laughs> Who's the quarterback for Ole Miss this year? Corral was it last year? Is it Jackson Smith from Jackson Dart from oh, USC. Jackson Dart from USC? Okay, how did he do? Did he look all right? He looked good. Okay, I mean Lane's gonna Lane can make anyone look good. He can. I, I, I'm curious to see uh, how they do the rest of the year. Uh, Houston versus UTSA. Don't fuck around with UTSA, I'm man. I'm telling you, I don't know what the fuck. They always is. cover the spread, dude. I don't know what's going on down there. We're, we didn't touch this one, but for that exact reason, nah, I was like, hey, they, let's not do it. They were, won the they, game. Were, they were nine and four against the fucking spread last year, I think. Yeah. Fuck that. I didn't touch it. Didn't yeah, and they, they should have won that game, too. Yeah, you're Three right. Three OTs in that game. I'm telling you, everyone thinks that Alabama is going to rip out Texas's soul this year. It's not. UTSA is going to do it the week after. I hope so. I hope they, but I hope they lose both. Oh no! Well, how funny would it be though if Texas beat Alabama and then lost to UTSA? <laughs> Holy shit! That would Season's be good. Up, That's boys. even better, actually. That's, yeah. I mean, UTSA has like a shit ton of starters that came back. They should have beat Houston. Um, yeah, I, I don't understand this new. I guess I guess it's gone on for the last two years, but the overtime rule where it's three overtimes, they go for like two point conversions every time back and forth. Yes. Yeah. I don't. I kind of hate that. Oh. <clears throat> uh, they were trying to, to not have the 7 OT game. And Fuck, I they're 19 years old. Let them play. Man. I agree. Look, I'm, I'm with you. I don't disagree. Lazy with bunch of cunts. Get out of here. Yeah, there was a 7 or 8 OT game. Was it, was it the LSU game that went Yeah, LSU long? A&M. Yeah. And, and after that's when they changed that rule. But uh, uh, next up was uh, BYU versus South Florida. Didn't now, watch that game. This is, this is a mountain to East Coast uh, trip right here, and they fucking BYU boat raced <laughs> the fuck out of South Florida. South Florida sucks. Oh, sure, but it's way closer than the 50 to 21 score at the end of the day because I'll, I'll, they, they had 40 points at halftime, and they didn't really play much in the second half. This, this should have been like a 70 to fucking 20 game. This was 38, seven and a half. I'll yeah. say this for the diff, another difference with this I didn't say during the Florida thing. Uh, have any of you guys been to the Swamp? Yes, yeah. to the stadium. Yeah, it's, it's the loudest stadium I've ever been. Legit as like it, I was there when Florida was bad, Missouri was playing, and uh, it was probably like sixty percent full. And the way the architecture is in there, yeah, it gets so <clears throat> fucking loud anytime they yell, anytime that even when it's not full. So like this was a full stadium. I can't imagine a harder place to play. Yes, just and on noise. Alone. USF the plays l- in Raymond James Stadium, which again, if you play in an NFL stadium as a college, and yeah. you, you get about four people there. Yeah, yeah, you can't even fill it. Well, especially especially yeah, this game. <laughs> you want to look up something depressing? Look at the UCLA game. Uh, they have they have a picture from uh, the twenty seven thousand strong. I, in that stadium of 100,000, it looked like there was four people. There was no chance there was 27,000, right? I don't think so, man. Bob, pull up the picture. It's, it's wild looking. Where did they play it? At Rose Bowl or something? Yeah. And no one came to see UCLA, oh, and you're boy. just like, oh, boy. Uh, next up was Clemson versus Georgia Tech. I've got a different take on this. I, the ukulele kid was fucking awful. I think we're all done with him probably there. The, the Clubnik kid, though. 
Holy shit. Well, we were talking about him two weeks ago. For we the, were. For the preview. Like, this ukulele dude fucking sucks. Sucks. He sucks. <laughs> Get him out of here, man. I'm tired of seeing this guy. Two things, though. First, Clemson's defense is really fucking good again. They're good. They were... They were Pretty good last year. After They've got being, the pieces. They need a quarterback. After being dominant for several years. Well, I still don't know that they have. Uh, the receiver question is still a question to me. We'll see. Right. Well, but is it the receivers teams. or is it the fucking quarterback? Because I think he sucks. Well, that Klubnik no. kid came in there and <clears throat> ran it like he ran like a two minute drill yeah. and just housed them down the field. And uh, I know that kid has all the hype and the five star and all that stuff. He certainly looked every fucking bit of it last yeah. night. I watched that last drive, and I was like, why isn't that kid your fucking quarterback? It, their defense is definitely elite. If they keep Klubnik in for the rest of the year, they go to the CFP. That's my opinion. It'd be fun because they have an easy schedule. Yeah. They have and, an easy schedule. It's, you know, I, you, you, I watch the game, and you see the commentary. It's like, oh, his receivers aren't getting open, blah, blah, blah. Like, that sounds like a you problem, bud. Yeah. <laughs> figure it the fuck out it's college football you're playing against georgia tech yeah you know, know what i mean yeah. Clubnik didn't have a problem with it and we'll see i mean uh dabo came uh came out today and said that ukulele is still the starter that's uh asinine to me uh, even the clemson fans every time they panned to a clemson fan yeah. they were like start him uh show this picture bomb real quick of ucla good lord these are the fans this at, looks like uh, a fucking la it looks like a fucking track meet is bad. I mean, isn't it's, that awful? It's only parents in the stands. And the game was going on. Like, this isn't pregame. This isn't an altered photo. The game is going on. You can yeah. see the players on the field there. That's bad. They spotted Bowling Green 17. They were 24-point favorite. Still covered. Still covered. Still covered. But, I, look, if you're a UCLA fan, do better. Or go to a different school. Go to, to, go to grad school somewhere else. All right, let's do this week. Yes, let's get into this week's odds. First up, the game that we will be at, Alabama at Texas. Now, this spread has jumped so much. I'm going to hammer it the second the show is over here. Uh, if, if, if they'll let me bet as much as I want to on a Tuesday, which is a full Ariana Grande on this one. Uh, it, it started off at 15, moved up to 15 and a half. Moved up to 17 and a half as of the moment the show is airing right now on September 6, 454 Central PM. It is minus 20. Um, this is easily a three touchdown game, in my opinion. Hammer it before it hits 21, 22. Uh, I, think the, I think it'll be worse than that, to be honest with you. Uh, I watched mm. Quinn Ewers play. He was one pick away from that game being a different game down in Texas. I don't know that he's the dude, and especially as a, as a freshman going up against Bama. Well, that, this is the only meaningful football he's played so far will be this upcoming game. Yeah. Right? So we'll see. I mean, it's not, look, it's not, a, it's not fair to judge him based on how he performs in this scenario either because Alabama's, like, dominant. Right. But we'll, we'll see. I mean, I, I, honestly, I could see this being a 17-point game, but, I'm, you know, I, I, I think – I think that it's a 24-point game in my head. Can Let's, I sh- show you something important? Yeah. Go ahead. Is on it your, the screen. Is it yeah, your, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it your wiener? Yeah. What is it? Yeah. This is uh, the opening game Alabama had against a, a pretty talented USC team. Sure. Mm-hmm. Had pieces. Had, had some guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had some guys. Uh, did Darnold start this game or no? No, I think he was before. Max Brown. Yeah. So, yeah. 52 to 6. Yep. Yep. This is what Alabama... This is what Nick Saban does to the... Uh, non-con early season games he has. Yeah. 
And it's to prove a fucking point to the nation of like, hey, dude, I saw the Georgia-Oregon game, and I'm mm-hmm. going to do the same fucking thing to Texas and run these kids out of the stadium. I, I mean, think it's Bama have, by 28 plus. Even though Texas isn't ranked, they kind of need to, if they want to, honestly, my opinion, I think if they want to hang on to that number one ranking, they probably need to boat raise Texas. Yes. yes. Right? Because if Georgia comes out and just complete score 70 again or whatever the fuck, yeah. and, and Alabama is a key pace, I think they do go to number two. Mm. Yeah. And if Texas covers, it might get ranked. That's true. <sighs> Honestly, yeah. I mean, Texas if it's only loses by 17 and it's like, a, <laughs> and it's like a real 17, it's not like a backdoor yeah. cover. So if they're down 24, then people might be like, well, you know what? Rank them. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. Uh, so game two is Arkansas state at Ohio state. It's minus 43 and a half. I'm not touching that. I am. I look, it's a fucking division two school. CJ Stroud's got to figure it the fuck out. He'll probably throw for seven touchdowns against these idiots. I don't even know where this is besides Arkansas. I don't know what city it's in. I don't really care. Uh, this will be in a, in a teaser. I'll probably take it straight up. They'll, they'll win this one 58-0 or so something like that. They, Ohio State opened the season last year with Minnesota, Oregon, which they lost, and then Tulsa. Mm-hmm. Um, and C.J. Stroud didn't have a good game until week four against Rutgers. They benched him one game. Which, yeah. which game were they benching? Was it three? It was, was game, it was game four. So okay. technically it was game five against Rutgers that he actually did really well. I think he's maybe just a slow starter, which makes me not want to fucking spend money on a 43 and a half. Also, no, regardless of who it is. The Sun Belt. Division <laughs> two. Is that who it is? It's the Sun Belt. Oh, it is. So this yeah, is a real school. Arkansas State. Is feisty sometimes. sometimes. (laughs) The Red Wolves. If they're feisty against Ohio State, you can go ahead and write them off for the rest of the year. Yeah, you can write off Ohio State for the rest of the year. But I'm just saying, like, it's it's the type of school where it's like, all right, like they're legit. Like they're 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 a good f not FCS. uh, They're a good G five football program. I think. Sure. They're going to get fucking spanked. But yeah, I, I don't they know should. I don't know if it's yeah, by good. 44, though. But, so you I'm know, not. just a little respect on the Sun Belt. No. no uh, next up is Southern Miss at Miami. This is minus 25 and a half Miami. I might take this because Miami looked fucking good, man. Well, it was Bethune Cook. I don't give a shit. So what, is Southern Miss a good team all of a sudden? Like, no. Off. No, they're not. Uh, and it's in Miami. The weather's going to be a balmy 85 in Miami there. <laughs> it always is. Uh, which, you know, Southern Miss, they're used to that shit. It's pretty much the same climate. <laughs> But, Whoa! Uh, hey, did you see this is seventy-seven for the Austin, the tennis, the Texas game? Is that real? The over under. Are we gonna have to bundle up? Oh, seventy-seven degrees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What on Saturday? Yeah. Fuck you. We're we're getting uh, we're almost in fall, dude. Oh God! Thank God! Um, Thank God! I it's thought, fall, y'all. Yeah, I thought I was gonna sweat my ding dong off like last year. But this is uh, what do you guys think about this? My Southern Miss at Miami. I think Cristobal's got it. I think he's I think he's the guy down here. He's good at recruiting. I, I don't know what he would actually be like in a real game. Um, well, this is not a real game. It's not. So I, I, it's tough for me to say. This will be in a teaser. Well, I'll drop this seven here. But, uh, you know, back-to-back weeks like that, you want to see if it's, a team is too fucking high on themselves or low on themselves. We'll see. Um, you got to be careful, too, because Southern Miss does have Frank Gore Jr. Sure does. And he did rush for 180 yards last week. Yeah, just like his father. Is his father on, playing this On week? 32 carries. No, his, yeah, he's playing in like uh, an old guy's league or something. Yeah, it's going to be a home game for him. It going is. Back to the yeah. U. yeah, he's going back to the U. Um, surprisingly, he didn't play for the U, which is weird to me. Was he yeah, just not good he, enough? I don't think he got recruited. Okay. Well, yeah, he's Michael Jordan small. Jr. didn't play for North Carolina either. Sure did. Yeah. No, Marcus sure played did. for uh, UCF, and now yeah. he dates Scottie Pippen's uh, ex-wife. Sure does. 
does. It sure does, which is a fun throwback because well, she hasn't aged. A lot of folks have done that, apparently. My God, she's hot. Uh, yeah, but I'm, I'll take this in a teaser. I'll take Miami down to, uh, <clears throat> what is that, 17 and a half? For sure. I'll, I'll take that in a teaser, not the full game, though. This next one, South Carolina at Arkansas. is really, All over this Yeah, game. this is pretty interesting to me because Rattler is over at uh, – at uh, South Carolina, but I, Arkansas looked pretty good this week. So, South Carolina did not. No, they South not. Carolina is fool's gold. I do not know why people are so high on them I don't already. either, man. A, I don't Spencer either. Rattler sucks. Mm, sucks, yeah. And B, like South Carolina, everyone's all gassed up on them because they somehow went seven and six last year. Without an offense. In, instead of like four and eight or three yeah. and nine. Right, right. And then it's like, dude, maybe something's there. Nothing's no. there. Nothing's Defense there. Is solid. Nothing's there. You, you, just, you would think Rattler would be better than their non-existent offense. Yeah, no you would shit think. My, but I wouldn't. My concern here is that Arkansas is on their come up over the last couple of years super inconsistent. Like, is this the year they put it together? Maybe. But I, I think mean, eight and a half by a point take it as like seven and a half or something like that take it down a little bit maybe or tease it or something like I it's a good teaser game for yeah, sure it's a great it's a great <laughs> teaser game because you can take that down to to either two and a half or one and a half depending upon what you take there this will be literally on every fucking teaser card i have i'm also going to take this straight up i think arkansas wins by at least 10 so i'm fine with that eight and a half i don't understand the respect for spencer rattler it's because he was 37 a, for he was in a national title game last year that's all, all that matters right or not a national title game but he was like they were ranked all year last year so they like, were but he was on the bench for most yeah, he of got yeah but like for, how how many years in a row now has a guy transfer portaled to a new team after being benched you know what i mean and it's fucking blown the fuck up that's yeah. i think that's what it is i think it's some weird recency bias but that doesn't actually mean anything you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he went to a much, it, it's not like Joe Burrow, for example, going from Ohio State that's loaded with quarterbacks to LSU, which is a fucking really good football program and immediately having success. That makes sense. This is South Carolina. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they've never been good. No, I, I'm all over this one. Uh, next up <clears throat> is Wake Forest versus Vanderbilt. Wake Forest minus 13 in this game. No, I, I don't believe in Wake Forest. I think I, Vandy's going hold undefeated on. This Hold year. on. Uh, Hartman mm-hmm. uh, got the blood clot surgery. Yep. Cleared by doctors. Could play in this game. Are you serious? Yeah. Well, that would certainly change things. I thought he was going to be out for the season. I, so did I. Uh, every report that I read it said that he was going to be out for the year. So is he all right? All right. Well, then keep an eye on this one. If he ends up playing, then I would say yes. But uh, if he does not, uh, I wouldn't touch this game. And fucking, it must suck to be a Vanderbilt. I'm They're just, two and zero right now. I'm looking They're at their, undefeated. I'm undefeated at, season so far. I'm looking at their schedule. So they play Wake Forest this week, <laughs> yeah. which is a ranked team. Maybe I don't know. It's the They're, they're twenty three. Yeah. But uh, Northern Illinois next. That's not real. But then Alabama, Ole Miss, Georgia, Missouri, Kentucky, Florida, Tennessee. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's a that's a three and nine schedule probably for those guys. They that's play their rough. hearts out though. Like it's a baseball school. Sure, it's all is. they care about. Sure is, and it's a uh, it's a great <clears throat> school academically. Uh, got a good broadcasting program there, but that's about it. Not a football school. Uh, next up, Charleston Southern against NC State. There is no spread on this because Charleston Southern does not exist. I've never heard of that school. Uh, I've never seen it, and uh, it certainly isn't worthy of putting a spread on if you want to find it it's on espn3 which i didn't think was a thing either if you want to try to find that good luck uh tickets for these games by the way are on drinkingbrostickets.com you can get all these they're pretty cheap this week for most of them uh southern utah is up next against utah no spread in that either southern utah isn't a real team no 
So uh, not really sure what you would want to do with that. There will be one. Check back later in, later in the week. Uh, next up, we are. It's uh, Marshall versus Notre Dame. Notre Dame is at home. Notre Dame minus 20. Who do you got in this, Anthony? Um, I'll take Notre Dame minus 20. Yeah. Uh, I, I think, think that I think that's probably safe. I mean, look, Marshall is not going to score. Notre Dame's defense is fucking good. Yeah, Notre Dame's got a pretty good defense. Uh, got to see him up close and personal. If, if anything, I, the under might be good here. It's 50, 51, 51 and a half. half. Yeah, yep. Uh, I think Notre Dame will win this game. I'll take this down in a teaser too, down to minus thirteen to do it as well. Uh, what did Marshall's quarterback have last week? Uh, uh, Two hundred five yards passing. Yeah. He's twenty four for twenty six. Not bad. Um, but yeah, uh, this is for diehards, I think. Yep. Uh, Furman versus Clemson. No spread on this because Furman isn't uh, is in a school either. Uh, Appalachian State against Texas A and M. This is A and M minus eighteen. I'm extremely tempted to tease this up to App State twenty plus twenty four. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I think I'm going to do that. I think both teasing it either way is pretty good because uh, Appalachian State. Cannot stop anyone. No. 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 Uh, they, they, A&M, they, A&M did not show up with the offensive firepower in game one that I thought they would. It's a, it was a weird game, though, with the weather delay. It was a four-hour weather delay. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't put a lot of stock into that, but I watched a lot of that UNC game. Appalachian State scored 40 points in the fourth quarter and lost. Yep. Yep. Because they cannot they couldn't stop North Carolina. Hey, no. Drake May is that dude. Yeah. And the thing is too like I love them like they're a fun team to watch but that tiny little running back they got I mean like a- a- A&M's going to eat that team alive. Like it, it, and they're not going to be able to pick apart A&M's secondary. They're not going to have the time to pick apart A&M's secondary no. and they, they're not going to be able to <laughs> run the ball on them at fucking all. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this this is in a bunch of teasers, and I'll take this down to, to twelve. But all day I, long I will say, if A and M gets up, you know, thirty five points or whatever, I could see App State scoring fourteen in the fourth quarter against sure. against yeah. the twos. Sure, and, and I can definitely get, see a backdoor cover in yeah. this fucking game. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm going to tease this down. Next up, we got uh, twenty four Tennessee. They hopped into the top twenty five. Congratulations, Volunteer fans. Uh, against number 17, Pittsburgh. This is Tennessee, minus six and a half. When's the last time these two teams played in general, but played ranked? They played last year. But not ranked. Not ranked, not ranked but they yeah. played last year. And uh, there's a little feud going on between Narduzzi and Heupel, because mm. it goes back to when Heupel was at UCF and we yeah. played Pitt twice. Uh, they hate each other. Yeah. They fucking hate each other. So this one could get nasty. It could. I'm going to go with Tennessee. I wasn't impressed by Pittsburgh last week. I'm going to take Tennessee in this game. Yeah, Slovis looked uh, 67%. It's not bad. It looked fine. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm probably going to stay away from this. This is a really good matchup. It is. Uh, this will be a fun game. This is a great afternoon game. This is a great 2.30 game. Uh, I'm amped about that. It's on a, uh, ABC. I'm taking it minus 6.5. Look, if you're at Pitt, tickets are 55 bucks and drinkingbrostickets.com. Have fun. Uh, next up, we got Washington State against, against Wisconsin. Wisconsin minus 17. I, I don't look after last week, Wisconsin didn't play anybody. It's hard to apply that. Washington to this State week. beat Idaho by seven points. Yep. They're bad. I, Idaho is That's awful. bad. Yeah. So I, I put this in a teaser. Uh, I have Wisconsin. And tease it down in Wisconsin. 11. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't think they're going to score in Wisconsin either. I'd take the under. 
49 is the under. It's a low under for college I'll football. Take, I, I can see 45-0. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll take Wisconsin minus 11 in a teaser. I think that's safe. Okay. Dad, get back to me in Drinking Bro Sports. I'll, I'll have that live in there. Uh, Samford against Georgia. Jesus Christ. I'm concerned Boy. that some of the players from Sanford don't survive they might the die. game. They might die. I mean, uh, this is fucked. RIP. They, this, this game should not be allowed to take place. No, they should stop doing that. They should definitely stop doing that. There's no spread. Like there will be a last-minute one, but it's probably going to be like 45 to 50. It might be 60, dude. I mean, this is fucking gnarly. Samford is a very tiny school. Maybe 2,800 kids somewhere in there. Yeesh. This is going to be bad, dude. Yeah, unless they're all football players, they're fucked. Yeah, they're definitely fucked. Uh, next up, Akron versus Michigan State. Michigan State minus 34. Not a lot of great uh, games on this week's docket. Luckily, we got the NFL this week. Mm. It's Michigan State minus 34. Sure. If you feel like doing this to yourself, go ahead. Uh, I'm certainly not going to, and I'm, I'm not going to tell you to put your hard American dollars on this game. Akron coming off a heartbreaker for St. Francis, Pennsylvania. Yeah. yeah. They won in overtime. They had to go to overtime to beat St. Francis. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Don't care about it, about uh, Akron or, uh, or Michigan State. Just don't give a shit. Next up is Houston versus Texas Tech. Texas Tech minus three. This is another game to stay away from, in my opinion. Um, Houston should have lost that game last week. Yeah, but this this could be the over 65.5. I could see this game going over pretty easy, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Fuck, dude. Texas Tech's quarterback had four touchdowns I last mean, week. None of these dudes can play fucking defense. No, no, nor do they care. And Clayton Toon's really good quarterback for Houston as well. Yeah, he's... Yeah. He's not bad. Um, I, again, stay away from, from a game like this. Uh, don't put your money on it, in my opinion. Uh, Kent State against Oklahoma is up next. I Oklahoma, can't believe there's even a line on this. Minus 32 and a half. I can't either. Um, you know, they lost their quarterback. It was Pickett. Pickett's in uh, – or no, I'm sorry. It wasn't Pickett. Who was Kent State's quarterback, the golden kid from last year? Oh, uh, Crum? Yes. Dustin Crum? Yes, 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 yes. Uh, He's not there. Kent State got boat raced by Washington last week. Was it, at no point was that game close. Uh, but 32.5 to Oklahoma. I didn't think Oklahoma looked all that great either. And they're fine. Tease it down. You're good to bet this one. I'll, 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 pro- I'll put it on something. You've got to beat UTEP by like 50 points, man. Come on. Dustin Crum is a uh, Kansas City Chief right now. He sure is. Yeah, he's going to be sure is. He's on back the bench yeah, for, for a his very long entire time. career. Oh, he'll be lucky. He'll be <clears throat> lucky if he was. Hell yeah. Uh, next up, this finally is a, is a decent game. Uh, Kentucky against Florida. Um, SEC matchup here down in the swamp. Florida minus four and a half. What's interesting about this is Florida was number 37 last week. They've jumped all the way to 12. Kentucky is at 20. D'Anthony, who you got in this game? I thought Kentucky, um, oddly enough, moved the ball around in the air really well in their first game, but not so much on the ground, mm-hmm. which is not what you expect out of Kentucky. You expect right. good defense and a run game. Uh, their quarterback, Levis, or however you say his name, looked uh, – he didn't look great or anything, but like he, he was better than their run game was, which mm-hmm. is interesting. So I don't really know how to call this game. Florida – I think Florida's uh, – I, I think they're turning the corner right now a little bit. We'll see how it develops. This is a big game. they got to win this game. I agree. I, oh boy. I, I, so I'm going to go back to something Bob said earlier. 
It, it is one of the loudest stadiums I've been at. I've got it, Bob. I've got it at number two. The loudest one I've ever been at, because I've been there, uh, was the whiteout game, man. That was the loudest well, there fucking stadium I've ever been people in. There, so. that, yeah. might, that might have been the loudest crowd you've ever been in, but mm-hmm. I'm saying just like that stadium the environment. is so yeah. good at containing and amplifying noise. Sound. Again, right. I was there for a game that was 60% attended, Florida wasn't good, and Mizzou kicked the shit out of them that game. And every time there was an important play, like for Florida, like when they kind of almost got back in it or whatever, and all like 50,000 people that were in there, like it wasn't that big of a crowd, I was like, what the fuck? Like, what is happening? Like, how is this so fucking loud? And so a full a full swamp. And by the way, this is a bit of a rivalry game. Mm. Um, they get up for Kentucky just because they're pissed off that the streak is over and they've kind of flipped back and forth. Uh, and now they think they're for real because they're ranked 12th. Like, this is going to be hostile. Yeah, it's going to be hostile. But I'm going to go back to what you said about the stadium. Now Florida fans believe that they could actually win. So that's going to carry over into this week. I'm actually going to take Florida in this game over Kentucky. Uh, yeah, I'll take. I mean, look, four and a half. It's a night that. game too. Yeah. Seven o'clock start. It's gonna be loud as fuck in there. It's gonna be eighty-five degrees at kickoff. It'll probably be eighty-five percent humidity. Oh as yeah, well. dude. <laughs> right. It's gonna. That's. This is gonna be a sweaty ass game. Uh, sure is. I really like the under. Uh, so fifty-two U- and a half. It's fifty-two and a half. Yep. Utah and Florida just missed that. Utah has a much more competent offense than Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kentucky, meanwhile, so you're talking about, you know, Utah getting gashed by Florida's running game last week. That's only kind of true. A, they didn't really throw the ball, and B, probably 80 of the yards they let up were from Richardson scrambling. Like He, 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 had, 100, he had 106 yards he, last week. He did, rushing. but it wasn't like design runs. It was just him making plays with his legs. I think the, that's their team, though. The point being, and maybe it is, but the point being... Um, Kentucky has a defense that can contain that. Now they have film on that, and Kentucky's like linebackers, their front seven. It's a good, it's a good front seven. That's Richardson's not going to be able to feast the way he did against Utah. Uh, but Kentucky's their their offense not that fucking good. Uh, like I really see this being like maybe like twenty one fourteen somewhere. I, in there. I think that look, I think it's a seven point game, and I'm taking Florida. Florida. I'm not, I'm not going to touch the over. Just in case, Florida, uh, it's Florida still had Florida had 170 non-Richardson rushing yards in that game. Yeah, yeah, that's not that bad to give up in college football. Not in college. It, well, no. if it's only 170, and here's the thing: it's, it's 170, 170 plus the hundred that he had as well. I get I mean, that. It's 276 they also gave up what, like less than 200 passing yards. Like Florida didn't gain yeah. that much yardage. Uh, yeah. They didn't. Yeah, they didn't really even throw the ball that much, to be honest. Right. I mean, most like I think something like. Uh, he was 17 for 24 in the game. I think um, seven or eight of those passes were on third down, which would mean that like they had to throw the ball then. Yeah. So they were, they're definitely aiming at running the ball more than anything else. So, I mean, if you think about that from an under perspective, if you don't think Kentucky's um, – if you think their front seven's good and they're not going to leak into the secondary as much, just probably it could be an under. Yeah, I but, like it in a teaser yeah. especially. 52 and yeah. a half is already kind of low. Oh, yeah. yeah, if you if you want to take it up to 58 or whatever, that's I think that's an especially great bet. Yeah. But, I mean, they didn't hit that last week with the Utah offense that they were running on at will, and they're not going to be able to run on Kentucky at will. You wouldn't think so. Kentucky typically runs a pretty good defense out there. Yeah. We'll find out. <laughs> I'm taking Florida in this game. Next up is Central Arkansas against Ole Miss. Obviously, no spread there. Tickets are as low as $7, though, on drinkingbrostickets.com. Have fun if you're in the old Miss area and just want to get fucked up and watch a beating. This is going to be a bad one. 
Uh, next up, USC versus Stanford. This is USC minus nine. I love this game. I'm, I'm going to go eight and a half, but yeah, I like this. Yeah, I'm betting this game. This will be on all my teasers as well. I think USC is for real. I uh, do not believe in Stanford whatsoever, and uh, I, I'm a big fan of this game. Uh, the interesting part about it is uh, they're putting this on ABC at 7.30. These used to be the games that were on at 10.30 at night on yeah. the East Coast, and, uh, and they've kind of moved them all up this well, year. Well, it's good for college football when USC is good because it keeps it people interested in the West Coast, yep. and they're the only good team out there. They sure so. are. They sure are. Next up is Arizona State. We love you, ladies. 1-0. Congratulations last week against Oklahoma State. <sighs> this is a tough one, man. Uh, Oklahoma State minus 11. They gave up 44 points to Central Michigan. They sure man, did. So I'm not really – I'm not going to bet on this game. They sure did. I'm not either. I don't even know what the fuck this is. It was all garbage time points. <laughs> yeah. eh, either way. They got up huge, and then they just either took way, everyone out. Either way, man. I eh, – gross. Um, I, I, I can't do it. It's the Trap 12. Who fucking knows with these, these goddamn teams? There's better games to bet on. Uh, I'm staying away from this one. Uh, Ulai against Michigan. This is the highest point spread I've ever seen in Division One history. Mm-hmm. This is minus 51 points, and this is at Michigan. So why is that Michigan? Um, I don't think I've seen you laugh like this. I don't even know spread. if I can tease this. <laughs> like, even if I did a seven point and took it up to minus 58, is that enough? Like, how bad is Hawaii exactly? Uh, six points, 57 plus 57. Let's get it. I don't trust either way. So let's say you took it down to 44, right? So let's say you maxed it out or went up to 58 in this game. Like, do you do 58? Hell no. I, I don't know what to do here. This is what an awful team. What's the over in this 67? I you can't even tease that because I could see Michigan throwing 70 points up on these guys. <laughs> God damn it. It's such a strange game. <laughs> uh, and then so is the last one here. Yeah, it's this is the cult rivalry game. Sure is. Like what the fuck? This is going to be the most boring pre-game and post-game oh, yeah. event oh, yeah. of the entire college football season. Wait, Joke, really? Joke and soak versus Koresh. This is well it's it's soaking versus anal. Yeah. And it, it's, yeah. It's Dime, diamond backing, yeah. yeah. Yeah, whoever wins decides which one God prefers mm-hmm. to not lose your virginity. Well, sometimes you just want to soak in a butthole. Right, and you would think that that's the happy compromise. Yeah, yeah. That, so there's going to be a lot of uh, uh, non-vigorous anal sex. We call that a mud bath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do we do that today? Does anybody? Do, okay. We did mud bath today to end the show. Yeah. Thank God. Does anybody want to get in there? Thank God. <laughs> uh, so on mybookie.com, the spread here is uh, BYU minus three and a half. This is probably going to be a really good game. It probably is for somebody else to it's watch. In, it's in Provo. That's a tough place to play. Uh, BYU, I thought, looked pretty decent in week one. Baylor also looked pretty good. This is an interesting game. This is one that you bet on if you're losing all Saturday and you're like, all sure. right, fuck it. Yeah, Let's but I go. mean, just if you think about the implication of this, if BYU, win- if BYU wins, then they're probably going to be ranked, what, like 13th or something like that, 13 or 14? Yeah. This would be a huge win for Baylor. It would. Well. Either these, I, it would. If but Baylor both. wants to make a playoff and now that Utah just – just lost they have a very good chance to mm-hmm. make the playoff they sure do they have to win this game. Baylor must. just missed out last year they did yeah uh, and the interesting part about this one uh is the weather because there is a massive fucking heat wave going on yeah it's 85 degrees in Provo yes dude and, in Provo yeah. that never happens man but if you think yeah if you're looking at Baylor's schedule they play uh a bunch of shitty teams 
They play BYU this week. They play Oklahoma State in a couple of weeks. Towards the end of the season, they play at Oklahoma. That's three ranked wins if they win those games. And probably Texas at some point. Texas won't be ranked by then, though. No. They, yeah, they play. Texas is their last game, but they won't be ranked by then. You guys will be covering Texas all season, um, which is awesome. We won't have to. Man. I think Texas might we get. They, they may be ranked sometime in the middle of the season just because of prestige. If they rip off of like four or five wins in a row, but they're not going to be ranked by the end of the year. There's no way. I'm not sure. Uh, either way, not a lot of great games this week to bet on. There's going to be a lot of teasers on college football, but uh, stay tuned for the NFL show tomorrow. I fucking love the NFL this week. Mm. Love, love, love these games. I've already gone really fucking hard on the Bills-Rams game uh, to lead off on Thursday night. So tomorrow's NFL show is going to be a banger because I've bet the fuck out of these games already. I was doing fucking teasers last night so about 1 a.m. Uh, on these. I love, love the NFL this week. College, meh. It's a lot of weird Division two schools against top-ranked schools. And then when you get into these spreads like a fucking 50 or a 47 or something like that, it's a lot of desperation, especially when the NFL is starting and there's great spreads uh, in week one. There's a lot of fucking great matchups, man. I was unaware. Uh, Benny hit me up before the game. I was unaware that Dallas and uh, uh, was going against Tom Brady on Sunday night. Yeah. Fuck yes, dude. Let's go. NFL is back. College football is back. Bet with us or against us on mybookie.com. Promo code Drinking Bros doubles your deposit all the way up to $1,000. For Danton, Danton Holloway, I'm Ross Patterson. This is week two college football pick'em show. Good night, everyone.